Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 144 of the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast. I am your host, Paul Marquis. Today, we are going to be talking about the glute medius and just kind of isolating that muscle, talking about its insertion, origin the action of the glute medius. We're gonna be talking about why it's such an important muscle to strengthen and which exercises activate the glute medius the most. But before we get started, I'd like to just take a moment to hear a word from our sponsors. Do you experience leg and foot fatigue when standing for long periods of time? A main doctor and the company he founded, Mainly Technology Group, have created a high-tech, all-terrain, chemical-free sock designed to reduce fatigue. The Easy Glider Sock has a graduated compression weave to keep blood flowing and to keep you energized. Created by Dr. Lee Thibodeau, the Easy Glider is also frictionless, lightweight, warm, extremely durable, and wicks away moisture. The socks will stay fresh for days, thanks to the organic antimicrobial agent, Kytosan. Easy Glider is the only sock you'll ever need for sports, work, and leisure. To find out more, visit EasyGliderSocks.com. That's EasyGliderSocks.com. Did you know that over 90% of foot and ankle problems are caused by a tight calf muscle? Introducing the Easy Slant, a durable, adjustable, and portable calf stretching device. The Easy Slant was designed to increase stretching compliance and get you back on your feet and feeling better faster. So if you work with patients seeking to ease or avoid foot pain or clients who want to improve their athletic performance, look no further. Visit EasySlant.com to learn more or order yours today. Enter coupon code OEP for a 10% discount on your first Easy Slant. Ah, welcome back, everyone. So, you know, why did I pick a, a topic on anatomy today? Well, you know, we're going to be taking our daughter down to her fourth year of PT school tonight, moving her in uh, tomorrow, getting her ready for her uh, summer class, which is going to be gross anatomy. And, uh, you know, I remember back in those days where understanding anatomy was so, so very important, especially when getting started in any medical profession. Uh, understanding the anatomy, especially if you're going to go into orthopedics, physical therapy, nurse practitioner, uh, you know, any of these things, it's very important you know the structures, how they function, what innervates them. Um, and then once you get that, then Everything else seems to kind of piece and grow on top of that. Uh, so it's so very important to understand anatomy. So I'm going to be taking some different structures, breaking them down here in the near future, and uh, continuing to work on that. And I hope this, this helps, and I, I hope that our approach helps in regards to learning how to um, you know, study maybe a little bit differently or understand certain muscle groups a little bit better. So I have to say, I have never strengthened the glute medius in my career as much as I have in the last two or three years. Um, it's, it's, you know, a weak glute medius muscle can cause so many problems from back pain to foot pain. Um, so what I thought is we would just go back to some of the basics here and, um, you know, break it down some. So we're going to talk about the origin and insertion. First of all, you know, it originates just below the ridge of the ilium. Okay, pretty much, you know, front to back on the ilium. And it is very closely associated to the glute minimus. They both pretty much do the same action. Uh, where does it insert? Now, this is very important that you understand this because it's not just you know inserting to the lateral hip. It inserts 
at the greater trochanter, okay? The lateral aspect of the greater trochanter. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put a video into the links today of somebody who has torn their glute medius uh, and uh, insertion. And it's very important you understand where it is, how to test for it because Oftentimes, people will end up with glute medius tendonitis, maybe greater trochanteric bursitis, which is what most people get diagnosed with, with lateral hip pain. And oftentimes, it's not. Oftentimes, it is a glute medius tear. And when recognized, uh, it's very important because uh, that can be fixed. It's kind of like the rotator cuff of the hip. Um, so understanding where that insertion is at the lateral aspect of the greater trochanter is very important. So what's its action? Well, most of us know what the glute medius does. It abducts the thigh, okay, in the open chain. So when your foot is not on the floor and you bring your leg out to the side, it's pretty much your glute medius that helps to do that. Um, it also has an element of internal rotation um, of the femur. And when you put weight on it, it helps to stabilize the pelvis so that the hip doesn't slide out to the side. It keeps your basically your shoulder over your hip, which is over your knee, which is over your foot. So it maintains that nice uh, alignment there. The next thing that I think is very important that you should understand is the innervation of the glute medius, which is that superior gluteal nerve, uh, which basically comes from L4 through S1. It's important that you know that because a lot of people who have you know, herniated discs, nerve root compression of the lumbar spine can end up with weakness. They can end up with a Trendelenburg gait and have difficulty with spinal stabilization when they're walking, when they're weight bearing. And it can be because there is some uh, residual loss of innervation to that muscle. Okay, And I'll also throw in a little video there of a patient that I have um, that, that has an issue with this. Now, the next thing that I think you should know about is blood supply. Now, not usually a big deal on blood supply, but I have seen a very interesting um, gentleman who had some vascular issues to that side and caused a little bit of a kind of a Trendelenburg gait, significant pain in the gluteal region. So the blood supply comes from the superior gluteal artery. And I have a nice video of uh, this guy who actually has occlusion of the superior gluteal artery and uh, has quite a presentation. It was very difficult to identify, but uh, I think we finally got to the bottom of that one. So make sure you check that video out. Uh, that'll be helpful too. So why is the glute medius so important? Okay, well, number one, we know that it abducts the thigh. But remember, when you are weight-bearing, it helps to control that hip from shooting out laterally, okay? So as soon as that foot touches the floor when you are walking, that glute medius activates helps to keep you nice and upright um, so that the hip doesn't shoot out to the side. Glute medius also has to activate to control the femurs so that the knee doesn't go into too much valgus. Okay, so people who are at high risk of you know ACL tears because of their knee positioning and knee posturing, especially when they dynamically squat or land, uh, the glute medius is a very important muscle to be strengthening and activating, uh, especially in athletes. If the knee collapses in, think about this, the foot pronates, okay? Uh, so I oftentimes will treat patients with plantar fasciitis or Achilles tendonitis with hip abductor strengthening or glute medius strengthening just so that that foot doesn't collapse so much. So we kind of try to dynamically stabilize it a little bit better.
So who do I have? What kinds of patients or athletes do we have you know, performing glute medius exercises? Well, almost all of my low back patients will do glute medius exercises. It just seems to give them much better stability, especially when they're standing and walking. Uh, and so almost all of them are, are given you know, clamshells, lateral uh, sideline straight leg raises, we're also doing a lot of lateral band walking, um, which I really like because it's very dynamic and, uh, and functional. We're also doing lateral band walking with people with knee arthritis, right? Remember, when the knees become arthritic, typically the medial joint line starts to break down and you go into a bowing type of knee position or a genuvarus knee position. And so when you can activate that glute medius, it gets you out of the Trendelenburg and it prevents that lateral shifting of the knee. So it gives you that better stability on a on a more upright knee. So that's important to do there too. And also do it with people with foot and ankle problems. So people with plantar fasciitis, posterior tibial tendonitis, Achilles tendonitis, anybody who is affected by a pronation type of problem. Um, we try to grab the arch from above, I would say, and uh, by getting those... Uh, those the glute medius activated a little bit better um, and anybody with hip issues especially people after they've had hip replacement it's interesting because total knee replacement patients all end up in therapy uh, for the most part and people who have hip arthroplasty rarely come to therapy and so what we find though is that you know down the road and i've had this several times in the last couple of years where people who have had a hip arthroplasty come into therapy and they're having severe, severe hip pain. I mean, they almost look like they've broken the prosthesis or fractured their leg. That's how much pain they have. And so we go through all of the tests. They get CT scans and x-rays and all that stuff because we think that there is something wrong with, with the fixation of the prosthesis in the hip and come to find out it's a weakness issue. So what we do is we slowly, progressively get them onto higher level hip strengthening exercises and we really try to emphasize that glute medius because it helps to really give a lot of stability there. And it's amazing at how these people respond and get better just by getting stronger. Okay, so the pulleys and levers system in around our hip uh, are very dependent on muscular uh, strength and activity. So that's important. People with hip osteoarthritis, um, are also in need of glute medius strengthening. And then uh, people with hip flexor tendonitis or tendinopathy, they also benefit from having better posterior stability so that that, that, that femoral head isn't hitting anteriorly so much. So you're going you're gonna to want to know what are the best exercises. I mean, there are so many exercises for the glute medius out there. It's crazy. Um, but I did take a look at an interesting study uh, in the International Journal of Sports Physical Therapy. It was done by Karen Boren, DPT, Kara Conroy, Conray, DPT, uh, Jennifer Kugwit, Lindsay Paproki, Michael Voigt, and Kevin Robinson. And... Um, you know, they did a really nice job at doing an EMG to the glute medius, glute maximus muscles during some rehab exercises to identify which ones offered the best maximal uh, voluntary contraction, okay, and isometric contraction. So I thought this was great because now we have some tools to really specifically activate that glute muscle. Um, and some of these, as you'll as you'll you as you listen to them, you're going to think, well, I can't have my patients do these. Some of them are just way too advanced. Um, there are many ways 
to get that glute medius activated and you can start really lightly but what I wanted to do is point out the ones that really made a big difference and really activated that glute medius the best. So the number one that produced the, the maximal voluntary isometric contraction the best was the side plank in abduction with the dominant leg on the bottom. Okay, so it's activating that glute to kind of keep you from collapsing downward. The next one, number two, was a side plank with abduction with a dominant leg on the top. Okay, the third is a single limb squat. Okay, so you're, do it sometime. I mean, do a couple just single leg squats um, and or work on balancing on one leg, like on an Airx pad or something like that. And you will find that lateral hip is going to start really activating because your other side, the other side of your body is trying to drop. So you have to really push that hip in in order to develop good stability. And um, number four would be the clamshell. Oh, the almighty clamshell. Uh, at first, when I first started you know, watching people do clamshells, I was thinking, gosh, that's got to be easy. Then I started doing them on myself, which is something I do um, with all of my patients. I never give them an exercise I haven't done myself. And so I started doing some clamshells. And boy, you can get a really nice burn out of that and um, activate that muscle uh, really well. And then the last one is the front plank with a hip extension. So that extending hip really fires up that, uh, that glute medius. And uh, those are the top five exercises. But there are many other ways to do it. Like I've had patients um, stand up against a wall with one leg up against the wall. And um, basically, let's say the left leg is up against the wall and the right leg is bearing the weight. You basically put your left shoulder, left hip up against the wall and you push your left knee into the wall and the amount of isometric contraction to the right glute med, okay, so the, the weight-bearing leg is pretty incredible. And so not going through a lot of motion, you don't need to get down on the floor, and you can get that activated that way. Um, but there are so many other ways to get that glute medius activated and working, and it is such an important muscle that I want to make sure that um, you don't forget it uh, down there below the uh, glute maximus muscle. And uh, we use it more and activate it more with uh, different patients with different issues. So that is our show today on the glute medius. Sorry, it was kind of rushed and uh, maybe I sounded a little confused once in a while. Uh, this is a very early morning podcast. We're going to be on the road for several days here. And I just wanted to make sure that I got it up for you folks so that uh, you would have that Tuesday morning, 7 o'clock, just like all the other podcasts we've been doing in the last two years. So folks, I really appreciate you listening to Ortho Eval Pal. Um, and um, I, you know, again, I'm really enjoying doing this and I hope uh, you, you find something from this or you, you get something out of this. Maybe it's a tip, maybe it's a pearl, um, but at least one or two things that you can leave the podcast with and say, yeah, hey, I'm going to go to the office and I'm going to you know, evaluate this leg a little bit differently or I'm going to suggest a different exercise maybe to activate that glute medius a little bit better. Uh, but I hope that uh, you get something from that and please send me your questions. I'd be more than happy to put them on the show and uh, have a chat about them. So I hope you all have a great day and thank you so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.